mode. We're in stamina mode. Is it auto level? Stamina mode, it's, it's like when, I think that it saves batteries. Oh. But yeah, it does do something to, there's like limitations on your levels adjustments or something like that. All right, here Did we are. are we yeah, going? yeah, we're live. <laughs> so how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? You said you were in a tailspin. Yeah, I am in a tailspin, but it's uh, it's a predictable tailspin. It's the tailspin that happens every time I have a story due. What does it do? T today. Really? What's well, today? It was due yesterday, kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. So technically today. <laughs> <laughs> are usually a day late um, and a dollar short. Yeah. Yep. What are you expected to deliver? Um, a rough draft of the second episode of a new show that I'm making for KCRW. And uh, it's terrible, the draft I have, which isn't done. This is a paper draft? No, it's a, like I recorded the narration yesterday. Oh, so it's supposed to be like mixed? Yeah. And what state is it in? It's not mixed. It's not mixed. Yeah. Is but I close? feel like we're jumping the... I feel like we need to explain who we are. We need to where explain we what we're are. doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, wh where are we right now? We're at the Astro Diner. On the corner uh, on of the corner. Glendale and Fletcher. That's right, here in... Let's oh. call it Northeastern Silver Lake. Yeah. Atwater Heights adjacent. Technically, it's Silver Lake. Is it? Yeah, because I live in Silver Lake. Right. Like, I can vote in Silver Lake, and I live just a hop, skip, and a jump across the road. You walked here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Past the car wash, um, up the hill on Loxley Place, and then. But if you go, wow, you're gonna give your address on episode one. At least your street. It is a short street, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you go beyond Riverside and the five and the f and the river, right? Then you're in Atwater, right? So I think we're technically solidly in Silver Lake. Yeah, and this is a 24-hour diner. Um, that has a lot of charm. Yeah, we're in these, how would you describe the color of these booths? Um, it's, it's like somewhere between burgundy and peach. A, and sort of a burnt sienna is what I was gonna say. Oh, uh, burnt sienna. You know, like, it kind of looks like the, if you took life drawing, like, sometimes you would have like a sienna piece of chalk. Like, if you go beyond charcoal and you right. want to get, to me, the, at least the trim kind of recalls that. But Yeah, and there's wood panel walls. Yep. There's a really nice fake flower display here. What I would... We're, we're, we have <laughs> microphones in our shirt pockets. We have microphones in our shirt pockets. We're being we a little bit low-key. Because we haven't asked permission to, to record here. But we come here regularly. Yeah, we're regulars. We meet here because you drive over from Highland Park to drop, drop your daughter, daughter off. off at preschool. And... I'm, I'm someone who, you might say, has a flexible agenda, <laughs> <laughs> and I live like a block and a half away, so yeah. I'll come down and you'll like text me yeah. at between 7 and 8.30 and say, Astro? question mark. Yeah. And then we'll meet and drink a lot of coffee because the coffee is... It's good diner coffee. It's good diner coffee, yeah. It's, it's strong enough, but it comes in like, I don't know, maybe it's an eight ounce cup, so... Yeah. For me, you need a couple. Oh, we should have tested levels. So, like, what did you what did you have for breakfast? I'm uh, all the way have, up. I'm about to order breakfast. And that's the other thing. I haven't figured out what I'm going to order yet. Sometimes I just get pie. Man, this is a bad day for you. You're behind on your story. Yeah, you, you often just go for something sweet on the menu, right? Yeah. It's one of these menus that is, like, kind of overwhelming in Yeah, there's a million length. things. It's kind of mediocre food. Um, a little bit expensive. <laughs> <laughs> But we love it because I love it. they're friendly to us. Yeah, staff is great. The diner coffee is really good. I don't see Roman today. Roman's not here. He's off on our waiter. Well, we're sitting in a different section than we normally do. Right. Because normally we sit by the big windows. So I got here after you did, and uh, they immediately, I walked in, and I kind of like looked to the right, looked to the left, and they're like, you looking for someone? There's a guy in the back. Well, and I, I came like, in. That's definitely him. I, had to, I came in, I had to pee immediately, and I have a... I'm always paranoid that I'm going to get in trouble for peeing in restaurants and, and businesses. <laughs> Why would you get in trouble? Yeah, because you're it. not patronizing it? Yeah, but I, but I was like, I was just like, I came in, I was like, no, I'm going to eat here. I just have to pee. And they're like, okay, calm down, buddy. <laughs> you announced your bathroom visit. Well, I was just like, I didn't say that. I just sort of like pointed to the bathroom, like, oh, bathroom. And then, and then they were like, table for one. And I was like, 
yeah, 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 two, two, it's fine, it's fine, <laughs> everything's fine, you know. Uh, and I peed, and the other thing, great thing about this place is they fill the urinals with ice, which I always like. They do it, there's always like a fresh stack yeah, of ice, <laughs> like it urinal. seems like somebody goes in there every hour or yeah. so. Um, we like that touch. But this is the type of place that, you don't see this place a lot in LA, I feel like. Yeah. It's kind of just like, looks like an old fashioned, but you do see it in like, for example, Quentin Tarantino movies. Right. You know, it's like, this is the sort of sleepy Southland diner, but it's in a neighborhood that that's kind of like incongruous with the neighborhood that yeah. it's in. I'm kind of surprised, I mean, I don't know. It's just not fancy. It has a great sign outside. It does have a great sign outside. The building, it's the, the whole building is amazing. And when you look at it from outside, like the it's, it's sort of like an great. angular, like UFO looking yeah. building a little bit, or just what is? I mean, what is this like? Probably built in like the sixties or something like that. Maybe fifties even. Yeah, but it, it looks like it could be a diner. Moment of truth. Ready or not yet? Oh, are, are we ready? ready to order? Um, uh, I have not looked at the menu. Yeah, I think you need a few minutes. Okay. Didn't even bat an eye at the microphones in our shirt pockets, so I think we're in good shape. I think so we're good, yeah. Are you nervous about recording here? Yeah, I always get nervous about recording in places. How come? I don't know. I just, uh, I think it's, I don't like to rock the boat. Right. I don't like to cause a stir. Yeah. So what would happen if, if she asked questions of us about our microphones? How would you be likely to reply? Do you have like a go-to, like, I'm working on a school project? No. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm honest when I get called out, but my fear is always that they're going to shut down the production. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like... Production being two <laughs> SM58s, two sleepy guys, and the truth, which is right. our official well, tagline. if that's the official tagline, we've already hit a snag because this is not an SM58. <laughs> so we yeah, what are, you, what are you rocking? This is a Sure Beta 87A. So we, we either have to... I mean, we're at a crucial. We don't really moment. have a we're, budget we're, well, for another episode. We're at a, our first crucial decision in the podcast, and that is: Are we going to tell the truth or not? Because <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to tell the truth, we have to change the, the tagline to an SM57 and a, a Beta 87A and the truth, <laughs> which you know it doesn't quite have the same ring to it. I like that, but that's a little. It gets into the. It's like a little cute, you know. Right. It's a little too cute for a tagline. Because, okay, initially our tagline was going to be SM58s and the truth. And right. the title is The Astro, two right? Two SM58s. Live from the Astro. Okay. Or just Astro? See, we have two different titles. See, mine was going to be... I think it's always important to, to do everything, do all the planning for your new show on, on the first episode of the show. Well, that's, I think a lot of people like that to try to like, come out of the gate with a title <laughs> and a plan. <laughs> Fuck that. So my title was The Astro. Right. SM58s and the truth. Right. Your title was what? Live from the Astro? <laughs> and what you said? It's good because we are, we're not going to edit this. Right. So gonna... live from the Astro, and then what was your tag? I don't know. Did I have a tag? I think you were going to say two SM58s two, in the Okay. Truth. But either of those would be a lie. Right. Which is great. It's funny because it's not the truth. But so we said that we would come but up with But everything we topics. said so far is the truth. Yeah, right. so far we, we're not, well, we're like, doing well. Yeah, we, okay, we said that we were going to well, come up with time. the other premise was that we were going to hit record at 9 o'clock a.m. and hit stop at 10 a.m. and that was the show, no matter what happened. When did we actually start? 9.01, I believe. 9.01, and we've been going for, let me check, so did we go, so then, 8 minutes and 45 seconds. Do we go for 10.01 or do we just go for an hour, regardless of what time we start? Let's do, let's try to hit a solid hour every time. So okay. let's go to 10.01, okay. but I get one demerit for... Um, Showing up a little late. Didn't, well, I didn't have know. a stand. It's not. You it's don't not, have a stand. It's not. You, have all... a, you also have a pop filter on your or windscreen. What would you call that thing? You have a thing that you put on your microphone. Windscreen. I just call it windscreen. Yeah, it's a windscreen. Yeah. I don't have one of those. Well, it's fine because you're not even. Your mouth isn't even like that close to the mic. Well, well, how close is your mouth to the mic? It's also irrelevant. Like we don't <laughs> really need the, the windscreen. I mean, we're like. hitting like. Are the levels like, okay? Yeah, we're like getting. Up I think to it's a good. It's a good. TV. It's usually a good uh, strategy to, ten minutes into a show, make sure your levels are good. Yeah, so that's why I asked you <laughs> what good. you had for breakfast, David, and you had no answer. Oh yeah, we need to order. I need to figure. Okay, out let's look at this menu. But then do we just like? I wanted to tell you though. Is that, that air okay? Can we just like silently decide we're going to order? I think that air is fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're going to put this behind a paywall, and uh, it's not edited. Uh, I might go with my old school original order, which is just pancakes and sausage. But I'm trying to eat less meat. Sausage, that's like a meat garnish. 
That is That's true. treating meat as a flavor, which is what you're supposed to do, I think, according to Michael Pollan or, you know, the fast food nation guy. I don't know. Uh, I'm just a lowly food writer. I but then know. if I'm going to eat pancakes, that's a sweet thing. I should just get pie, right? David so, loves pie. Yeah, you should get pie. You, what are the pies that you've gotten here? I feel like you've gotten a cream pie here. A cream before. pie. I've had the. Was it a chocolate cream pie? Cherry pie. It was a chocolate cream pie, and it's very good. But you, the thing is, then you don't really get to do a la mode. I feel like cream pie a la mode's not. I feel like you're typically more adventurous with your orders here. Well, I have a thing where I like to like work through a menu. Yeah, and this is a long menu. I mean, there's this a lot of fun here. I'm just never gonna get. Totally, like the mushroom burger, for example. Mm, I mean, I can see myself getting that, but I'm not. But gonna at get that like today. nine in the morning. I'm never going to get the salmon Caesar salad, I'll tell you that right now. So I haven't eaten anything today, thank you for asking. I haven't either. I did have a cup of strong drip coffee, the way I always make it. Um, but I, 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 I tend to get like, too. I tend to get the sort of like eggs breakfast here, and you tend to get, like I remember you ordered the Monte Cristo uh, yeah, sandwich Yeah, I'm not a big once. eggs fan, I'm not a big eggs fan. Why not? I don't know, they just, they sh I feel like the same way about meat that, with eggs that like, I'm guessing Michael Pollan feels about me. It's like it's the thing you add to the thing, and it's like it's like a sauce. If you get them, right? Like I only want an egg if it's runny, and then I want to dip something in the runniness. Like when you do a soft-boiled egg and you put it in one of those, uh, it it almost looks like a little like hourglass kind of shaped ceramic thing. Yeah, yeah. And you cut off the top and you dip the toast. Do you ever do that? You cut up no. the toast vertically. It sounds like and then you, you dip it in the top. That I don't have. Well, so my parents had this equipment, and my, my mother would make soft-boiled eggs and put them in the top, and you sort of just, like, tap it with a, uh, a knife until you can take, like, the very top off so that you can access the egg through the top of it. And then she would make toast, buttered toast, and slice it up into, like, maybe, like, eight, you know, lengthwise uh, sections. And so there are these, like, little, like, you know, like, fingers of uh -huh. toast, and she called them soldiers, and we would, like, dip them into uh -huh. the eggs and eat them that way. It was so good. It's one of my good. favorite ways to eat eggs. Do you have those machines? Was that those machines? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, I'm sure there's a name for it, but it's um, its just a, like a little, I, I think you see them, but no, I don't have any in my house. I should get some and start making eggs that way because it's super fun. Yeah, that sounds and great. And it's like, I think it's a well, little bit as a kid, like right. if you are at all like reticent to eat an egg, like this is a good way to get you into it. Faye has no shyness around eggs. She likes eggs. Really? Yeah, she's less into How do you now. do them for her? Uh, usually scrambled or hard-boiled, but the thing about hard-boiled eggs is she doesn't need the yolk, and I just feel like I'm wasting a big part of the egg. I'm kind of like that with hard-boiled eggs, too. Because well, yeah, hard-boiled yolks are not good. I won't have a hard-boiled egg at home, and when you get a hard-boiled egg out somewhere, like, it's just been boiled to death, you know? Yeah. And so, like, like it has that chalky, yeah, and it, it's got that gray color, and... Like you can't even like salt yeah. it to make it appetizing. It's I mean, just, it's mostly fine. it's the texture too. Yeah, well then Dries you just add mayonnaise and mustard to make deviled eggs. Yes, which are delicious. Yes, so a deviled egg starts with a hard boil. Is that right? I've never made them. Yeah, you hard boil eggs and then you cut them in half, and then you you never then you hard, the, you've never made deviled eggs. I've never made deviled eggs. I know, isn't that weird? <laughs> what the hell? Is that? <laughs> I kind of yeah. it should be a part of my repertoire. Well, it's just so easy. You just hard boil eggs, you cut them in half, lengthwise, and then you take the yolk and you mash it with mayonnaise, mustard, whatever else you want. Maybe put some pepper relish in there. Right. Paprika usually. And right. And then you stuff that mixture back the into top. the half egg. Okay, she's back. Okay. Uh, we can do one check, okay. right? We'll do one check. We'll, ex we'll expense yeah, it. Yeah, we'll expense it. Okay. <laughs> no one. Um, uh, David, do you know what you're going to have? Do <laughs> you need more time? Um, we'll, no, we'll, we'll we, we should order, yeah. right? Do we need I'll more time? Back. What kind of pie do you have? Uh, apple, cherry, uh, berry... Lemon meringue, coconut cream pie. We have uh, cream. Uh, chocolate cake. I think I'm going to do a cherry pie with a vanilla ice cream. Hot? Hot, please, okay. yes. I think I'm going to have this one. How do you want the eggs? Wow, three eggs. Um, sunny side up. Oh, wait, do you have any specials today? Oh, yeah, do you have specials? We got the three eggs, potatoes, and toast. That's what I want. Three eggs, potatoes, and toast. That sounds good. You don't good. want any ham? Because it doesn't come with ham. That's okay. I'm gonna. I'm trying to treat meat as a flavor. Okay. <laughs> so how do you want the eggs? Uh, sunny side up. Okay. Hash browns. Yes, please. What kind of toast? Sourdough. Okay. 
And do you want the pie or do you want to order some? Just the pie. Okay, thank you. Thank and you. I have the, uh, yeah, yeah. Have some more coffee whenever you get a yes. chance. Yeah. Would water. you like a water? Sure, I'll take a water. Okay. Some water, yeah. Thanks. Um, I want to get back to something. Okay. Because you had proposed, or someone had proposed, whatever, it doesn't matter whose idea it is, David, uh, over email. Right. That we come up with. Topics. You proposed it. Oh, I proposed that. Okay. You proposed six topics. I proposed three. Well, three each. Okay. Well, I thought it would be only fair that we would each come with three. Right. I, I don't have three. I don't either. But I right, so you started saying something, though, that touched on the one that I thought of on the way over here. Okay. Which is, and there, I thought of like two, like there's two topics that are kind of like, I feel like, you know, the two sides of a coin when it comes to like a project. Uh-huh. Plans. Right. And <clears throat> rules. Okay. You know, it's like, it's like we don't really have much of a plan here, <laughs> and but we did come up with a couple rules. Right. Which is that we're going to record for an hour. Right. At the Astro. At the Astro. Every Friday morning mm -hmm. from nine to ten, while the people I work with on the East Coast are on lunch break, so mm -hmm. I can. <laughs> and I, I'm get gonna away with it. I'm gonna make up this hour at a different time in the day. Right. Uh, we're not going to edit for it. work. We no. uh, and in a sense, one of our rules is that. We have no rules. Like, right. I mean, we were kind of, kind of like notion notionally getting toward a rule when we suggested the topics approach, but then neither of us came. So, I, well, I, I got here a few minutes before you, so then I just was like, I mean, when, as soon as you proposed that, I was just thinking in my head, like, okay, I got to come up with some topics. Okay, I skipped ahead to rules. Let's talk about plans. Oh, plans. Okay, look. we have no plans. We have no plan. How important is it to have a plan when you're going into a project? I think it's pretty important. Unless, Damn. Uh, well, 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 unless the plan is to have no plan. Right. I mean, if it's that kind of project. That's kind of what we're doing, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the problem with the plan with this project is that neither of us have time to really devote. Like, we have an hour. I mean, it's like right. the idea was sort of like, oh, we're going to do this anyway. But the type Let's of work that we usually do, which is far more produced and it, right. like, usually involves a story we and other people. Ourselves? We say oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting across from <laughs> I'm sitting across from uh, the one and only <clears throat> David Weinberg, um, <laughs> impresario of Random Tape, uh, which, is now, of, which is now available on Spotify. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a great podcast. Um, that. I mean, it, it kind of there's a there's a big spectrum to random tape, but there's it started video, yeah. as something that would be um, like, like vignettes that are yeah. Recorded. The original plan was that each episode would be no longer than a minute, and I would put it out two a week. I did that for a while, and then things changed. It so you had a plan. I had a plan, and you had some rules, and I had some rules. Do you see how plans and rules are kind of related? Anyway, so David did, did random tape. Uh, you can hear it on Spotify, and I assume everywhere else. Yeah, all the SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. Stitcher, iTunes. It's kind of a mess. We're platform agnostic here. Right? Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, and now you, and you went on to work at Marketplace. Yeah, was, and now you are a reporter, kind of roving like reporter to, like, with no rules <laughs> at KCRW. <laughs> yes. Um, but the thing that you're that you're trying to finish today is something that will be that I'm very excited about, which is a project that you talked about doing for. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we just got some more coffee. Um, something you've been talking about with me for a while, which is like doing this uh, series um, of stories about your coming to Los Angeles and like kind of becoming a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So, and sure. I, I suggested the title Dave's Life. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that it has another title yet. Except it's going to be like, welcome to Los Angeles. Uh, it should be Dave's life. Yeah. Anyway, so that's David Weinberg. He's across from me in the booth. Wow, uh, I feel like there's a lot of pressure I have to like. No, I'm Richard Parks. I'll, I'll keep going with the introductions. Okay. Well, what do you want to say about me? Do you have any ideas? Um, well, you're sort of like a. Careful. Don't hurt my feelings. Uh, um, a maverick of all trades. I feel like you. <laughs> a maverick of all trades. I feel like the word Jack, yeah, or the name Jack. Yeah. When you say Jack of all trades, is it capital J or? I always thought it was the playing card. Oh. But maybe not. Okay, so I'm a maverick sense. of all trades. I just feel like you do a lot of different things. That's true. And you do them well. 
Thanks, David. And I don't know. I feel like I don't really know your origin story. I don't know what you started with, <laughs> but I know you went. To, I do know you went to school in Montreal. Yes. And you played music there. Yes. Went to college there. And you write a lot about food. You just I do. wrote a really great cookbook. Thank you. Wes Avila. Am I saying it right? Avila. Yeah. Avila. Uh, the Gorilla Tacos cookbook just came out. Quick plug. Go get the Gorilla Tacos yeah, cookbook. Yeah, go out and get it. Soon to be a restaurant. Um, um, may there be one under every tree. Yeah. This being December 1st. Um, you've written about donuts, Cambodian donut shops. That's true. Uh, James Beard nominated article. Yes. Um, you're also working on a documentary that True. I'm very excited about. The, um, I think I'll put an embargo on talking about that for all this right. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. Um, and you work for uh, the man making shows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as, as I like to say, I to recently say took a job working for... Your first job in how long? Your whole life? <laughs> it's my first well, like, job. full-time job in 10 years. You worked at McSweeney's. That was a job, right? That was never a full-time job for me. Oh, okay. Um, that was always just project to project or, you know, the way things go at McSweeney is just loose, you know, unpaid associations of, you know, helping out. Oh, wow. The, wow. Our breakfast is here. That was fast. Mm -hmm. Thank, Thank you. you. What I love about the Astro, one of the things I love about the Astro is almost any dish that you order will come with a frilly parsley garnish. Yeah, which, which reminds me of Passover. Because the only time I you ever huh. eat like that I have ever had parsley as a garnish is at Passover with the salt water. Is that that's a part of a traditional? Yeah, Passover. it's part of the Passover plate. It's one of really? the herbs. Because I've had Passover and um, well, apparently you weren't doing it right. Apparently not. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's because I'm an Episcopalian. <laughs> yeah. I was at an Episcopalian <laughs> Passover. <laughs> because what I have here is a pile of beautiful, oily, some crispy, uh, some not hash browns. You know, like should we Julian, should, should we. Oh, finish up the introduction? No, no, I was going to say, should we Instagram this and have an Instagram account associated with the podcast where we... So one of the things that I think or no plans, about no starting rules. a project is like... Uh, it's too early to be Starting the Twitter platforms. and the Instagram and the website, let's, let's wait on that. Okay. Let's do our unedited right. one-hour episode one. <laughs> okay. But we should Instagram this. <laughs> I mean, on our personal or whatever. Yeah. What are I mean, you going to do? It is historic. So, and then I have a little parsley garnish in the middle, and then I have three eggs perfectly wetted together. They're quite oily looking, but they're nicely done. I would say almost more of a fried egg. Um, you done? You done taking photos just like that? Yeah. David has a really great Instagram. Uh, what's your Instagram handle? dberg2330. One of the things... <clears throat> B-E-R-G. One of the things, I even went so far as to think about this, that I was going to get to with you just about plans and creativity and stuff like that. Um, so we're done with intros, moving on? Next oh, no, segment. okay, finish your intro of me, That's sorry. That's all I got. Well, what I don't know, what did I, what did I leave out? You know me better than, you know you better than me. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know, I just like Pie's do a great. little bit of everything. Uh, pie's good. Um, you're yeah. a great cook, you're my, you're my, you're my like, fermentation mentor. Right, yeah. You're my pickling mentor. I'm your fermentation mentor, I'm learning yeah. a lot about. That's fair. Um, how to ferment things and pickle them. Yeah, and it's, is that going well for you? Yeah, I got a batch Wait, going. Okay, we're done with introductions now. <laughs> I'm Richard Parks. Um, I'm you're David, David Weinberg. Weinberg. Welcome to the Astro, Welcome to the Astro, or live at the Astro, live, depending yeah. on who you ask. Um, Two SM57s, 58s, and the <laughs> Let's just call them SM57s. <laughs> well, because they're neither. Actually, let's check. What is this? That's a 58. It's actually a 58, yeah. yeah. Which is the, for those of you who aren't in audio or rock and roll, it's like the... <laughs> Well, it's, it's like the microphone that you would probably see on, like, any small venue stage. Right. You know, like, it's the singer's microphone. Um, also, it, great for podcasting. It's great for podcasting. It's great for a place like this because, I mean, it's been quiet, but we're starting to hear a little bit more background noise, and it's good at knocking that down. So it's in your shirt pocket. It's in my shirt pocket because we're going low pro. Yours is in your shirt pocket, but you're also, like... You're keeping your right hand right on that mic. You, what if you're, I like you're, giving it, you're giving it like another inch. Oh, I see. The pocket isn't deep enough to. Oh, actually, you know what though? If I, I wonder if I button the pocket. The pocket isn't deep enough to hold up yeah. the microphone shaft. Uh, I'm not committed to this podcast enough yet to cut a hole in my shirt. <laughs> well, I took my first bite. Um, the jacket that I'm wearing right now is one that I'll. I only got it recently, but it's great for recording. 
has these two deep front pockets that are sort of, you know, right at your waist. Mm -hmm. So you could have the recorder and then the microphone kind of like strung across like a, you know, like a chain watch almost to the other side. So that the microphone cable mm -hmm. and then the microphone here. So you're kind of like getting all your like ambience and like walking in and you know like approaching people without like freaking them out and putting a microphone in their face and then you're like oh actually I'm recording right now would you do you mind and and it just like works really great so I love this jacket for that type of thing nice. which which is part of the reason why I wore it today other part being we're having a season here in Los Angeles yeah it's, it's like it's gonna be in the low 70s today after Thanksgiving last week it was <laughs> it was 91 on Thanksgiving. I mean, I think it's going to get down to the 40s mm. on Sunday. And I just accidentally, when I'm so distracted by all the fun we're having, took a bite of my parsley garnish. Oh, you accidentally and ate the garnish. In fact, I ate the whole thing in one bite. <laughs> Adds a nice vegetal bite to the um, eggs and hash browns that I got on special here. You want a piece of toast, or do you want some eggs? Um, I will have some hash browns. Get in there. I'll put them on my coffee saucer. Yeah, would you please? Did you want like an egg? I don't really like ketchup, so I'm not gonna touch that. I put some ketchup on the gross. side because you really don't like ketchup? I like a little bit thing. of ketchup mixed with like mustard, maybe. A little bit of ketchup. David's doing a um, great job forking the hash browns over with one hand, using the fork and grabbing them with uh, his talons. Um, salt pepper. You said that you wanted to do introductions and then we were gonna talk about something? Oh, yeah, plans. Plans and rules. So yeah, I think that it, like those are two sides of one coin for me. And so you do think it's important to have a plan going into a project. Yeah. And one of the things about I mean, having, I a, think, having too much of a plan though is, is that I mean, it I think eliminates... there are varying degrees of the plan. The plan can just be, I'm gonna go talk to people on the street. Right. The plan could be, I'm gonna go talk to people on the street. And that's a good plan, a plan. because what it allows for is I think something that you know, too many plans can um, destroy or eliminate the possibility of, which is uh -huh. just any element of surprise or like discovery. You know, I think you have to leave that in if you're if you're gonna totally if you're gonna tell a story or you're gonna enjoy a creative project yourself as the creator. Like, you have to allow yourself to be surprised because otherwise, there's gonna be nothing that interests you. Right, I agree, but I think all of that can be allowed even in a plan absolutely well i think it's a perfect example like i'm gonna go talk to people on the street you know maybe even about blank or i'm gonna ask them you know blank question you want some ice cream or pie i'll get to the ice cream this is a, all right no nah, i mean you go ahead but i'll save you having some. a little bit of trouble eating with the microphone in my pocket because i don't have as deep i think i'm gonna do what you've been doing <laughs> and uh kind of prop up my mic with one of my hands Next week we'll have mic stands. I did bring one. I have one, I just didn't bring it. But I thought it would be unfair because you didn't bring yours to use mine. I thought it would be too unequal. Because mm. it is two SM58s in the truth after all. <laughs> right. Uh, so are we done with plans as a topic? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was kind of interesting, but maybe it's not. I think that in general, People who do interesting work seem to have this like, it's, it's like there's enough of a plan or a confidence in, you know, what you're about to embark on um, to get you going. Yeah. But then like uh, the willingness to encounter like obstacles or changes or, you know, what I would call in general, a blanket term would be like surprises and then use that to your advantage is like absolutely key. Especially in nonfiction storytelling. Yeah. I just generally think that plans usually come from outside of you. It's like Tell me about the that. plan is basically like set by whoever you're doing the story for or the project for. It's like the parameters are like, I mean, I just think it's rare. I mean, it's rare for me at this point in my life to just be doing a project for myself. It's right. like I'm doing something for someone else and they expect something. So like, right. they're kind of making the plan. But I mean, 
You don't seem to have lived your life with very many plans. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I have not lived my life with them. In fact... Or at least up to the point where you came to L.A. Yeah, my... I mean, I'm not in general a planner. I don't... Neither am I. I just sort of, like, get an idea and then I run, run at it. Mm. For better or worse. It, you know. when, are you talking about projects, creativity, or just, like, in general? Like, just in general. Like, me too. Yeah, I don't... I don't well, what I love is that... You're one of my few friends who, in L.A., at this age that we are, which I'm 35. How old are you? I don't even know how old you are. I'm 34. I'll be 35 on the 14th. Oh, I'm having a birthday party on December 10th. Everyone's invited. Oh, that's right. Uh, Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob. You gave me a hard time. band is going to play. You gave me a hard time about saying the name of my street, and you just invited, like, the millions that will download this to your birthday party. Oh. <laughs> well, I wasn't giving you a hard time. I was just like, whoa, we're going there already. Right. Um, <laughs> well, I, I look forward to celebrating your birthday and welcoming you to halfway to 70. I would tell you where it's going to be, but uh, we might have to change venues because there's been some drama around Direct the, the liquor us. license. Look, if you can't find me and David online, if you want the details, reach out to us. Otherwise, is this, this going to come out before? When is it? Uh, yeah. It's going to come out like today. Okay. <laughs> Who's going to do all that work? Well, we talked about just putting it up. Right. Like on a SoundCloud, but we did talk about putting it, <laughs> having a password and only making that password available to people who pay us a certain amount of money. I don't know, it's an episode. <laughs> I think it was a... <laughs> We're $1,000 for a lifetime subscription <laughs> <laughs> to help defray the cost of these meals. Right. Um, Premium content. Uh, what You're were we on about? about? Oh, right. At this age, at this age that we are in the city that we live in, Los Angeles, generally, s social planning is like a huge part of socializing. Uh -huh. To me, at least, it, it, for most of the people I socialize with. But I love that you and I'm like this too. Like, generally, if you invite me to do something, it will be like within the day, and usually like within like three or two hours from, like, the starting point of the event, wherever it is in the city. Yeah. And I like that because <laughs> I'm also, I am also kind of operate like that. Um, and it's something that, you know, I, I don't know, like, it, it's like that's what I miss about um, being a little bit younger, I guess, yeah. or, like, living in different cities or, like, yeah, I, I miss that about friendship. Yeah. Um, it's something that seems to go away a little bit with age and also go away a little bit with L.A. because it's just like we live in this huge city where we have to, like, plan to be somewhere and then there's multiple cars and, right. you know, like... All logistical. It's like, let's do dinner in March. You know, like, that would be... I, if I got an email saying, want to have dinner in March today, I would not be surprised or, like, you know... That wouldn't be out of the, yeah. the ordinary. Well, I'm just thinking about those lunches that you have with your friends that I went to once. Oh, well, yeah, and right. And it was like, hey, next, in like three months, we're going to go to this thing. And then like the day, a week before, like, sorry, guys, something came up. Yeah. We can't do it. Well, so in that case, it's like <laughs> I go have lunch with like these three other guys. And we're all, <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm not anymore as of two months ago. But we're all like freelancers, um, you know, working on film projects and stuff like that. So... It's like you're either completely flexible to have lunch or you, there's just no possibility that you'll have lunch. Right. Unlike a lot of people who work at like, you know, companies and stuff, it's like you get an hour every day, you could potentially do it any day. Right. Um, but so, yeah, th but there are a lot of emails about lunch. I feel like it's part of the quote-unquote fun. You know, it's like suggesting places or right. whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so plans, I appreciate that you are not someone, I feel like, like me, who makes a great deal of plans. It's more like there's, a, there's an element of spontaneity to what you're doing in your social life as well. And why is that? Right. I don't know. It's my nature. Um, I'm just not super organized. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> okay, rules. <laughs> rules. <laughs> In general, or for this show? I mean, both. It's like, like when it comes, I, I, I feel like to have a plan is one thing, to have rules is a totally different thing. Right. Like, what are the limitations? It's like, you know, what can you see in this project that 
there's certain things that make sense to you, and I feel right. like that's maybe where your own definition of a project comes from. It's like, I could never see a celebrity being on this show, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But if there was, that would be a nice element of surprise. <laughs> I would be shocked. <laughs> uh, we can get a celebrity on the show. But it's like, because we have a sort of a dearth of plans when it comes to this, we did come up with a few rules. One hour. One hour at the Astro. At the Astro, live, unedited. And the truth. SM58. Yeah. Like random tape, you had rules for that. Yeah, but then I just broke them when I got tired of following them. But I think that that's a really key part of the yeah. evolution of a project, too. Right. You, you have to test it and then move right. on from it. Be, right. be willing to move on from it. Otherwise... Yeah, like we might next episode, maybe we we'll want to do two hours. <laughs> maybe we'll just go 24 hours straight. Yeah. In the Astro. In fact, you brought that up, didn't well, you? Well, there's that, that great This American Life episode where they spend 24 hours in the diner. But it's like curated and they do interviews and they edit it and it's like yeah, that's not what we do that's not, that's, that's not our thing that's not who we are <laughs> yeah. by the way what do you want the logo to be I was thinking it could just be a photo of the, the sign outside sure and then with like uh, clip art of two microphones <laughs> <laughs> or like a badly like cut out photograph of the two of us yeah oh thank you welcome more coffee we're in cup three I believe <laughs> Thank you so much. You're she doesn't have a name tag, and I haven't seen her before. Yeah, I never had her. Yeah. Do they usually have name tags the, the servers here? Yeah, I think so. It's usually, we have this guy Roman. Yeah, Roman's usually. Or the lady with the sort of dyed hair, yeah. whose name I can't remember. Is it Brenda? Mm -hmm. no. Anyways, neither of them seems to be here today. But usually, we sit in a totally different section, and we are right. kind of far away from that section. Yeah. Uh, there are these nice, like, windows at the Astro, and there's actually an outdoor seating yeah. area that I've never sat at. Yeah. Um, I think that there is a, a Greek ownership. Thank you. Should just drop the check. Taking the hint. Well, we're only at that. minute 37. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, if you're done with rules, we're going to have to move on to some other topics. Well, do we want to make other rules? We don't want, we don't want to make any other rules for the show. Yeah, okay, let, let's once and for all define the rules for now. Okay. One hour, Friday, 9 to 10, at the Astro, unedited. Just you and us. You and us. <laughs> That's the name of the show. You, <laughs> you me, myself, and I. Uh -huh. The Royal, you know, we. Yeah. Uh, we will be here. And we may or may not bring six topics to discuss. How should we like release this? Who should we make it available to? I think it should be no less than $100 per episode. I mean, I really like that idea. I mean, no one's going to listen to it then. Yeah, literally no one. No one. Which is an, an intriguing proposition. Right. Because, like, why are we doing this? That was one of my topics, actually. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? No, but why? I mean... Yeah. I have um, my reasons. Do you have any reasons? Uh, I thought it might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it could be fun. It is fun. I'm having fun. <laughs> How are we doing? I think we were great. Really? Yeah, that was a good start. I felt like, you know, I'm working on all these things that are, like, very daunting for me. Right. Whether it's my job or, like, some long-term, quote-unquote, passion projects, as we right. call them. Right. That have turned into albatrosses, you know, yeah. that are, like, they're, I'm... Like I mean, a heavy quagmires. microphone that you have to carry around in your shirt pocket. Like a very, <laughs> a microphone so heavy I can't even walk to the Astro with it. So, but you know, it's like there's a lot, I'm getting 
I get mixed up in my own head and like mm. have trouble finishing things. I have trouble getting through things. Like yeah. I second guess things way too early. Yeah. Because I feel, you know, I think about the stakes. I think about what I want it to be. You know, um, I think about like the feeling that I have that I'm like I want to get there and I'm not there. You know. Yeah. But oftentimes I think that I, um, you know, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to doing stuff. I, I feel like this is probably relatable to anyone who has ever made anything yeah but i'm particularly at that stage with um a couple passion projects and so this would be an opportunity to eliminate the possibility of that feeling eliminate the possibility of failure because by definition it is not successful or you know it's not well there's no expectations like we don't even have expectations so that feels I wasn't good. Even, yeah, yeah. It's more like it's like I want, I want to enjoy the process right. of doing something, which yeah. is something that I often don't do, and I do, and I I enjoy my creative process less and less. I think. Yeah. Um, as I try to do bigger and more ambitious things, as I get older, you know, yeah. as I have more worries when it comes to life and you know, paying the bills and all that stuff. So. So that's what appealed to me about this. Yeah. Which I think I pitched to you probably. I was like, we're going to... You and I came up with it as a joke a long time ago. Yeah. This idea has been around, like a lot of ideas, for way... I mean, I'm surprised that we got to it this quickly. (laughs) It's probably first got mentioned like (laughs) two years ago or something like that. Yeah. Um, So to me, that's why I really wanted to do it, because I was like... And also, I... Um, one of the things that's missing from a lot of wh- what I do is like a real like equal partnership and yeah. a real collaborative, you know, creative ownership. Um, no matter the you know the sort of like roles and egos and you know structure of the company yeah. and the, you know, yeah. it, it's like it's important to have someone there with you some of the time. Totally, that's um, where I relate to all that stuff. I feel like I literally have my dream job mm-hmm. and lately I just find it very lonely Yep. because I don't want to drive to the west side every day like I could drive to the station and go there right. in theory but it would mean I would lose a bunch of time to work but I would be in like a community of people and, and like this is like great because I'm here I get to hang out with you Right. we're doing something productive and I feel like well maybe that'll be like the thing that satisfies that thing that is missing from my work right now yep so yeah I mean really we're kind of doing it for the same reasons because yeah I I ran into that that's kind of like what you're talking about is one of the big reasons why I took the job turns out my office is also in Santa Monica yeah and I work completely remotely from the team that I'm working with, yeah. we're on East Coast time, so it's kind of like I kind of just slid into another, I mean, not that I'm very blessed, you know, like we love our jobs, um, but it, that sort of community aspect and the collaborative aspect is yeah. not quite there. Yeah. But I also feel like it's on me. Yeah. It's like, you know, my good friend is my editor on a lot of this stuff, and he lives in my neighborhood. Right. And so we can get together and work anytime. Let's shout him out. Let's shout out Nick White. Nick White. Nick White, I know you're listening to yeah. this. I know you got 43 minutes into this. I don't think he did. <laughs> oh, maybe. Nick, we, if you got 43 minutes into this. You can come on the show sometime. Yeah, exactly. You. Okay. What is the, the guest policy on the show? Well, we just invited Nick White, so I guess <laughs> there are no rules whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick White, I'm working with Nick on a story as well right now, right. thanks to you, really, and um, and you just came up with the ending for the story that both Nick and I didn't and come up with it, was your, you had it. I you, had it, but... You wrote it, and I was just... No, like, I wrote it in an outline, but I don't think it was at the end. Then you had right. suggested it as, as, as the ending. Then you had come over to listen to some tape, and you were like, yeah, this tape sucks, so that's not your ending. And I was like, you're right, it sucks. And it did. It wasn't yeah, great yeah. tape, um, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah. But then you told Nick about it, I guess, and he was like, David has this great idea, and like you could just write it, it could just be VO, and I just sent him literally what I wrote months ago that I initially sent to you, and he was like, this is beautiful, it's perfect, done. Yeah. Um, so we have our ending. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and that's how editing works. But I've really enjoyed working with Nick. This is the first thing that we're working on together, and it's been great. Yeah. Um, Shout out to uh, Unsung. Unsung. It's a music documentary podcast. It's going to come out in, I think, March or February. Just around the corner. So, yeah, so you have a piece in it. You, you did the pilot, which is all about Louie Louie. Yeah. That's and good. I'm doing this strange story about a record in Galax, Virginia. One of uh, a million? A one in a million. 80 right? million. 80, oh, right. 80. <laughs> 80 million. Yeah. So it's a pretty special record. Yeah. But you'll have to listen to find out more. Um, so what is our guest policy? We don't have policies here. You just said, what is our guest policy? I was trying to... I was a rhetorical question. <laughs> yeah, right. Because well, obviously we don't have any policies. Well, I guess we do have to figure out if we're going to invite people on and how we're going to do that. Yeah. We, and we brought up... I also feel like it's, gonna, it's not even an issue because it's like, who's going to want to come on the show? Maybe Nick White. <laughs> if we can buy him breakfast or something. Yeah, I guess if you come on the show, we got to pay for your breakfast. That's the rule. Jeez. Um, I mean, my, my hope for the show is that the staff here becomes a part of the show. Well, and they, you know, I'm surprised that neither of us has like, said to our server, like, yeah, we haven't even brought anything. it up. Anything. Yeah, and then she has. I feel like, like we've been way more shy than we normally are, be probably because we have microphones yeah. in our breast <laughs> <Your> pockets. pockets. <laughs> <clears throat> but within time, in time, right? Yeah, I, I feel like we could even, I mean, look, we've got 13 plus minutes to go. We can find time in there to try to do that if it seems like a yeah. good idea. I'm I mean, always afraid look, they're gonna shut it down and be like, "You can't do this here." I just like, want to point right. out that, like, this is what you do, like, for a living. <laughs> you you go into places with microphones and you talk to people, and they have nothing to give you, uh -huh. and you convince them to do it. Like, literally every day, you do this, and it's, I do it some of the time too. I mean, we're very familiar with doing this. It never gets easier. For it's me. not easy. It I never mean, gets easier approaching strangers. I mean, but working, I don't usually approach strangers, and I usually don't go into businesses and then be like, by the way, I'm going to do my show here. I, I think the layer I usually of am like reaching out to someone a business, and be like, can I interview? Oh, and, yeah. Being inside a business with a microphone without permission is something that I feel... I'm about to I finish feel... this ice cream, just so you know. Oh, I'll just have one bite. Yeah. Because I got a spoon. Here. Let's see how this ice cream is. See if it's all it's cracked up to be. Mm, that's nice. I didn't really get through my full breakfast, but I'm too having too much fun talking. Um, so, yeah, going being inside a business and then asking for something or bothering someone, I think is totally different than when you do it literally on the street or you set something up in advance or yeah. you telegraph in any way what you're doing. Yeah, because it feels a little bit deceptive, and also they absolutely have the right to tell you, no, you can't do that here. Yeah, um, you know, we refuse the right to serve anyone, you know, that whole policy. I'm sure there's a sign in here somewhere that says something to that effect. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you can always ask in a way. But and we're regulars. So what are you worried about if we ask, for example, our server? They'll, they'll say you can't record her. That oh, that they'll shut us the down. Show. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten pretty deep into our hour, but... Right, but then that would be the end. Our, the one of our only, only rules would, would oh, yeah, be okay. like... Right. And we'd have to find a new place to record every hour. For and I don't think you nor I have identified, like, who the ownership is or the management or if they have a presence I would assume it was that old guy. I there's an old guy one. here sometimes, and then there's so a, a lady at the cash register. Who, yeah. So the servers wear a, uh, like, uniform here. They have yeah, uh, white apron. shirts with ties and black aprons. Um, and I see the lady who's usually at the cash register. She is over there. And she's not in the uniform, ever. Right. So, um... I think that maybe she's the manager or the owner. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess at some point, you know, you wouldn't want to go direct to the server, especially one who you don't have a relationship with. Like, if it was Roman here, I think yeah. that would be one thing. Maybe we wait till we have Roman again. Right. Although I don't know if we'll ever have Roman back here. I don't know how that works. Maybe Roman's no longer with the Astro. Yeah, maybe he started his own place. <laughs> what would Roman's place be called? Romans. Yes. It's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because... It's almost is, as good as the Astro. Well, it's funny because this place is 
clearly owned by Greeks because there's paintings all over the wall of Greeks and their signature right. dishes, Greek chicken. And it would be great if Romans started a rival diary called Romans. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, the Greeks were here first, right? Right. Yeah, we forgot to um, point out, like, the the paintings that are on the wall, like, which there's one right next to us that, you know, it's like, I guess if you were being derisive, you, you would call it hotel art. But it's not hotel art. But it, it's all of a theme. I feel like the thing about hotel art is it's always, like, arbitrary and it's, like, weird still lives or ocean stuff. But the, these are all paintings of Greece. Right. And there's like a on the Greek water. fisherman fixing his netting. There's a uh, lo- what looks like kind of like an Orthodox chapel, maybe, but it's painted white and blue, yeah. and you see the ocean beyond um, and the coastline. There's some uh, docks. There's a nice painting of a dock behind you, actually. Oh yeah. Um, that one actually doesn't look that Greek. It doesn't. No, but what? How would you know, though? Right. I mean, it's like. Well, it's just like it doesn't have white buildings. It's not Greek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not white and blue. Um, but yeah, beyond there are other uh, more obviously Greek paintings. Um, and then there are also some. We don't have a menu anymore, but there's definitely some. Well, there's signature there's like a item. Euro. They have a. It says on the menu signature item, and it's what is it? It's chicken. It's like a roasted chicken with lemon juice and rosemary. I think it's like a Greek chicken dish. That sounds which good. I've never had before. I've had the year before. Is it a whole chicken? I think it's maybe half a chicken. We could, or... we could crush that. Yeah, yeah. Get, get into that someday. Maybe next time. The problem with that, like, I don't really like to eat breakfast because it slows me down. I just get tired. Yeah. So is that pie going to slow you down? No, no. I'm good and go. you had nothing else today? I had a cup of coffee before I left the house. Me too. What time do you wake up? Six. Earlier than I woke up. Earlier than I normally wake up. My daughter woke up at six and... Could go back to sleep, so I've been up since six. I, lo- I normally like to wake up around seven, seven thirty, somewhere in there. Yeah, that's that's what I when I wake up as well. Usually, I have a strong cup of black coffee, maybe a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Caitlin makes oatmeal um, a fair amount, and but then I have lunch at like ten thirty. Really? If I'm at home, I'll yeah. make myself lunch at like ten thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I know, actually, I do know that because you Instagram your lunch I've been and putting you put my, the time on it. I mean, well, because I think it's funny, and so I've been putting on my Instagram stories like lunch, 10, 16 a.m., yeah. because when you put a story up, it'll like find the geo, the metadata, like it knows what time it is based on the photograph. I just think it's funny that I'm eating like brisket tacos <laughs> at like 10, 16 <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. And you don't get sleepy after that? No, I think it's good. Um, I don't know. I'm always sleepy. <laughs> I'm in a perpetual state of coffee or beer or yeah. nap or, but I can't nap, so right. coffee or beer. <laughs> but you're not always supposed to have another cup of coffee or another beer if you want to be productive that day. Right. You know what I mean? Although here I always have like a bunch of coffee with you and then I go home and I'm like, eh. yeah, I'm already like, Meh. I think I'm my fourth cup. It's good, bro. Yeah. So, what else do you want to talk about? We're 53 minutes in. This is a TikTok. Should, you want to, should I go through my list of things I came up with? Sure, yeah. I'll just run down all the... Not that we ran out of things to talk about, but... Meaning of life? The weather? Are you serious? The meaning of life was at the top? <laughs> yeah, navigating the Astro menu. Family holiday traditions. I feel like you need... Why this show? Best possible outcome for the show? Oh, Okay. Well, let's what talk about I, that. What should I be cooking? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to glom onto that one. Salt? Wait. Cloth you, napkins? You were supposed to bring six. What's your you? Hollywood screenplay about? Okay, and David. And the LA Weekly ending. Go on. What, what, okay. Play, play, play. <laughs> <laughs> Best possible outcome for this show. Uh-huh. What is it? Well, I was reading about Chapo Trap House. What is it? Chapo... Trap House, Chapo Trap House, that podcast. I've listened to a little bit of it. I don't know. Oh, I don't know it. it. What is but it? But I just saw that they make some like crazy amount of. It's just a chat show, and they make a crazy amount of money. Okay. Like I think tens of thousands of dollars per episode. How did you? Where did you read about that? I don't remember. Hot Pod. Probably Hot Pod. Probably yeah. Hot Pod. And uh, I mean, so there's like the financial success of having a show like that, where it's like. So that's our best possible outcome. <laughs> okay. So we're making tens money. of thousands of dollars. Tons of money is a is a good outcome, right? If we suddenly but I mean, getting... they they have that because they have a, a listenership, right? 
and then the advertisers yeah, yeah. see their listenership. And I they're think like, it might even be a Patreon or something. But my point is, one possible outcome is that the show becomes wildly popular and we make tons of money. But I don't know that that's the best possible outcome. I've been thinking a lot about this because there's this boom happening in the podcast industry and I see all these people that me, colleagues of mine working on shows that are like making big impacts and like doing really well. And there's a part of me that's like jealous and is like, oh, I'm not like on the scene. But then there's another part of me that's like wants no part of that. Yeah. Because well, you know what comes with that. Well, there's all this pressure. Rules. Rules. You got to put stuff out on a regular basis. You yep. have to like, to some degree, you have to become a manager. Like the people I know who are really successful oh, yeah. that have shows, like have employees under them, and they have all these ex- like, it's like there's a there becomes a big shift in your work life balance. And right now, I have a really good work life balance, and I also don't lay awake at night wishing I had a bigger audience. Like that's not something in yeah. and of itself that I really care about. You know. Um, and so I don't want all of that pressure and I don't want all of those restrictions on my creative freedom. Like right now I have complete and total creative freedom and I wouldn't yeah, trade that. In your work that yeah. you're being yeah. like salaried for. And yeah. All that. And I have yeah. a salary. It's not tied to how many people listen to my show. I don't have to put, like, we don't even know how many episodes of the show we're going to put out. Of Dave's life. Yeah. Maybe yeah. 10 episodes, probably less. Of this one, we're doing 1,000, and then we're going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like that about my life. I really, really like that about my life. And I, when I do these, like, thought experiments where I, like, play out what would happen if I had this really successful show, it gets to this point where I'm like, eh, I don't think I want that. You know? Sure. But I also think maybe I'm, maybe I'm just convincing myself of that as a way of, like, um, dealing with the fact that my shows don't have bigger audiences. Maybe that's just, like, a justification I don't know. I think it's it's hard to talk about, but I think there's something that I've felt and that I kind of have like deduced that other people feel it as well. It's like kind of like a fear of success. Sure. You know, like it's an odd thing because of course it's like all you are when you're making something is you know, ambitious and and it's kind of like wanting some type of success or wanting the sort of like approval of your peers or whatever an audience is always a part of that I think yeah I mean putting something out is always that but then I think that there's like a um, you know a line somewhere where that that same thing turns into like like fear of success and like what you know like what success means like I mean because success kind of means stasis in a way I think. Yeah, well, then it's like, okay, then you do have a hit show and you have a big audience and you have all this critical acclaim and it's like, well, where then do you go from there? This is an interesting idea. It's like, how do you, if you can kind of like recalibrate like what, because when we say success, like what we think of is audience, money, uh, whatever, you know, like like uh, renown. But even that, it's like, you know, the things that I, the people who I consider success is, it's like they make these shows and then like, 80% of the public doesn't even know these shows exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, no, we're talking about a pretty small world. If we're yeah. talking, keeping it on, like, podcasts well, right. or whatever, it's like literary fiction or something like that. It's like, right. but we all get very inside, very, you know, everyone, yeah. people don't realize um, how small their own worlds are usually, right? I mean, we're all guilty of that. But yeah. anyway, success yeah. in terms of this podcast, I think, I think for us it should be, like, what we talked about as the reasons why we wanted to do this of it being, you know, collaborative, um, for me, yeah. like, not overthought and um, not an albatross. Yeah, it doesn't become like, oh, yeah, you got a fucking astro. Enjoying the process. Yeah. Enjoying the process. Yeah. Because it's like, that's the thing about being a creative person or whatever, I think, um, is that you can aspire to, like, make great things and maybe that's why you start doing this. But then I think you have to find the right balance of actually enjoying what you do every right. single day in order to keep doing it. Yeah. And like that's a big part of, you know, like the last 10 years of my life is like kind of like moving the needle between like what do I hope to like put out or whatever? Like yeah. what do I hope to make? And like can I enjoy doing that every day? Do I want to do that for years and years and years at a time for the rest of my life? Yeah. You know, it's like I've that question or the answer to that question has like definitely evolved for me. 
I, I see a lot of people, like people I work with and stuff, something about being like, I think kind of at a certain age of like, like kind of a younger person making stuff, like, you know, when you're in your early 20s or whatever, and you're starting to do stuff, you either start doing this stuff sort of naturally and you're able to find a rhythm with it, or it's kind of more like you have these high standards and you're smart and you know what good is, Yeah. but do you actually enjoy making stuff? Yeah. You know, like, can you actually do this all the time? Yeah. And that's kind of different than just the sort of, like, heartache of, like, you know, trying to make something good. That's, like, a separate struggle. Right. Um, but finding a rhythm of... Yeah, that's what this is about for me. It's, like, being able to, like, do it and enjoy it and, like, enjoy hanging out with my friend. And, yeah. you know, making $100 an episode or 50 <laughs> <laughs> Per listener. <laughs> oh, we just went over. Oh, shit. It stopped. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, we'll see you next week.